convert your ordinary resume into one that grabs attention. It becomes an instant interview ticket. Today, I will show you seven easy steps to do so. Stay tuned. Hey guys, I'm your host Amit Chilka. Welcome to the third episode of the Tenix Career Show where I share with you proven strategies for grand breakthroughs in your career. So, you have a resume which when you send to the recruiter goes unnoticed. You expect an interview call. You keep waiting. Eventually, you give up and apply elsewhere to as many other positions as possible. But in vain. Frustrating, ain't it? If that is you, I know it is painful. But if your resume is getting unnoticed, it's high time you understand the problem is not with the recruiter but with your resume. It is high time to get a resume makeover. I know you're thinking that there is a ton of advice out there already. But if you have followed it, ask yourself, has it worked? If it hasn't, then follow along. I will give you some solid advice on making a killer resume. Not a great one. That will turn into a sure shot interview ticket. And that is a promise. First things first, let's understand the purpose of a resume. The resume is an interview ticket, period. This is the most simple and apt purpose that I have come across. If the document you have created as a resume serves any other purpose, it is not a resume. It is thus imperative you are mindful of the following seven steps while making a killer resume. Step number one, don't flaunt a multi-page resume. As a thumb rule, make it a one-page resume. Whether you have no experience or a 30 years experience, doesn't matter. Your resume, irrespective of the experience, has to be one page only. Why you ask? Let's look at how long a recruiter glances through your resume. A few minutes, you say? You'll be shocked to hear the truth. The average time a recruiter spends on shortlisting a resume is 20 seconds. Not a fraction more. So, if you have a multi-page resume, the 20 seconds gets split by the number of pages you have. And if you cannot convey what you can do in one page, then there is a high possibility you yourself aren't clear of what you do or you can do. So here is what you can do about it. Cut out the unnecessary fluff. Have maximum three points to explain your role in each organization. Apply the KISS, that is keep it short and simple formula. Talk about the result and not your day-to-day tasks. Step number two, don't project yourself as a generalist. You may be ready to do anything, wonderful. But let me give you an analogy. If you have fever, who do you go to? A general physician. How much do you pay? Rupees 250, 300, probably 500 at the max. Now, when you have a problem with your teeth, who do you visit? A dentist, right? 
a specialist who deals only with tooth related problems and how much do you end up paying a bomb right do you get the drift a specialist gets paid more than a generalist everyone wants to hire a specialist at every level be it a beginner or a manager or probably senior executive your resume thus has to project yourself as a specialist not a generalist who's ready to do everything that comes by the way and here's a way to go about it reflect on what you really really want to do what is a dream job then list down the qualities that you have to make this dream job possible shortlist the one that is most relevant that's the way to go here's how i went about it i'm a learning and development professional i like to help others step up i like to help them perform at their peak i am good at training coaching understanding human behavior understanding training life cycle and create a huge impact on participants through learning interventions so the three steps that aptly define me are learning interventions specialist step number 3 don't make it all about yourself a resume is not a place where you can brag about yourself so no one is really bothered about what you are good at what your strengths are and so on people want to know what good you can do for the organization instead so here follow these three simple steps to go about it number 1 list down all that you are good at number 2 think of what or how you can use these qualities strengths or skills for the betterment of the organization number 3 keep only those which are relevant and orient them to showcase how you can add value for example i am good at designing learning interventions but what can what good can i do with that if i were to train a bunch of leaders on negotiation skills they can negotiate better with their clients and generate business with better margins this eventually would lead to improved business great isn't it but don't just stop at that take a step forward quantify i help organizations improve business margins by 10% by showing business leaders how they can ace in their negotiations how sad step number 4 don't dwell in the past you must talk about the achievements you have had in the past but don't really stay there write these achievements in such a way that they can portray your readiness to take up the next role for doing so you will need to be aware of what the new role demands you can easily get it from the job description for the new role from of that lengthy document find out what are the key elements that are a must then simply align your achievements with those key elements for example proven capabilities to head the l and od that is learning and organization development function 
headed the L&T initiatives for a mid-size organization with 28% improved learning engagement. What I'm trying to show here is that I have a capability of heading the learning and development function because I have done that in the past for a mid-size organization with 28% improved learning engagement. Step number five, solve problems. Why do people hire others? Let's understand this with a simple example. You want to put up a painting on the wall you recently received as a gift. You need to drill a couple of holes so that you can fix the screws and hang the painting on the wall. What do you do? You call for someone who has a drilling machine. Get the hole drilled, fix the screws, hang the painting and now that your work is done, you pay the person the money. Essentially, you had a problem which the person solved. And that is the reason why you did not mind paying the money, isn't it? Would you have paid the money if the person did not drill the hole for you and demanded the money? But we do. We negotiate our salary before we have solved the organization problems. So to be in a better negotiating position, it thus becomes foundational to showcase your problem-solving skills in your resume. Here's how you can go about it. Don't just talk about the projects or day-to-day -day tasks you have done. Focus on the big picture instead. What problems did you solve? Show how you solved the problem. For example, cut down on the new manager's hiring cost by 70% by training the first-time managers to take up larger roles. Four out of 10 managers were promoted. In this example, high recruiting cost was a problem, which I solved by training the first-time managers. The company spent a fraction of the hiring cost for training internal employees and was able to save 70% of the cost. The employees had a higher morale because internal promotions were encouraged. That was a side effect. Step number six, be highly concerned about results. When you solve problems, you get the results. The point is actually a continuation of the previous one. You have to be highly concerned about the results. And my above example perfectly shows how this can be done. Cut down on the new manager's hiring cost by 70% by training the first-time managers to take up larger roles. Four of the 10 managers were promoted. When four of the 10 managers were promoted, it is a clear indication that the training that they went through was effective. Moreover, I also quantified the savings that they had because four of them got promoted. A 70% saving in the hiring cost. Quantification is the key. Don't talk about arbitrary results. Be specific. Quantify. Step number seven, tell a story. Last but not least, it's crucial that you connect the dots. And here's how to go about doing it. Your expertise that you define in point number two is going to be the central theme of your story. For every point you mention in your resume, ask yourself, is this point connected to your expertise? Is this point helping you enhance your expertise? If yes, keep it. 
If not, you might want to consider not putting it in your resume. Connect the dots. In every role, show that you have done better than the previous one. And voila, you have a killer resume. Let me tell you, killing it with your resume is not a one-time thing. It is an ongoing process. You need to keep doing it often so that you will be able to improve it over a period of time. If you're finding any of these steps difficult and want my help in creating one, feel free to write to me at amit, that is A-M-I-T, at designyourcareer.co. Would be more than glad to help.